talk nerdy to me, baby. <laughs> talk nerdy to me, baby. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Up or <Nope>. down? <laughs> uh, we are back with a part two. Ooh. Another part two because we're very long-winded. Yes, we are. <laughs> of sorting characters, people, what have you, into Hogwarts houses. If you ask, if you're wondering why we said up or down, I know what uh, pet I would have with me at the school. What? It would be my cat. Yes. My cat. Your cat who can't decide where she wants to be right now. Yeah. So she might be interrupting at certain points, but oh well. Uh, if you think that we haven't sorted someone that you want to hear, you should check out episode one because maybe one of those people is in that episode. Could be. Yeah. We got a lot last time. We actually did. Let's see what we've got left. All right, first? Yeah. Gotta get the ASMR element. Yee! It's a big piece of paper. Is it two pieces of paper? Nope, just a big piece of paper. Well, this is definitely yours. Oh, yeah, we both wrote names and stuff. Uh, Nathan Drake. Ah, yes. Uh, I will go fully based on the Nathan Fillion fan film and call him a Gryffindor. Yeah. Uh, he would be more along the Ravenclaw side if he didn't just Rush into love everything? the darn danger, adventure, adventure, danger, all of that stuff. Uh, I mean, that's the whole plot of the fourth game is him being out of the game and being sucked back in one more time. It's kind as, of his brother's fault, but, you know. As that archetype of characters want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I only really know the Nathan Fillion fan film, which is really fun. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely say Gryffindor. Yeah, it's an easy one. But he's so smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hermione. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Your turn. Oh, yeah, it's me. For the folks at home that like the rustling sounds. It makes it feel like we're actually doing something, because we are. Frodo. Frodo, the Shire. Hmm. I also just watched a really interesting uh, three-part video series about The Hobbit and what was good and bad about the production process. Hmm. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, Frodo. Well, it's your pick, so you go first. You know... I mean, there is the whole thing. He's kind of a toss-up between Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Um, the only thing that's making me lean a bit towards Gryffindor, but I could be persuaded. Hello, Kitty. Hi, Kitty. Uh, is the fact that hobbits, especially his family, are known for liking to be in their element being left alone and just peace and quiet and he's the one that goes searching for adventure much like bilbo uh i mean he but he is also volunteers for adventure right he very much volunteers bilbo needed more egging on to do that um, kitty don't rub against the mic yes <laughs> <laughs> how's that for real life sound Thanks, uh, so yeah i would I would lean towards Gryffindor. What are your thoughts? So, I I can agree with Gryffindor, but I can also say the argument for Hufflepuff yeah. is the Cedric Diggory 
kind of Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's what I was Who was, too. like, when given opportunity, goes on adventure, versus, like, Frodo never left and did it himself. He had to wait for someone to give him a structure opportunity. Arwen, you can't eat my shoe. <laughs> so that would be my only argument for, like, uh, Hufflepuff with Gryffindor tendencies, is that I feel like the Gryffindor doesn't need the convincing. Yeah. Whereas... go with that. Yeah. yeah. This is why we're doing this. We need discussions. Yeah, I mean, last things. time we only disagreed on one. Yes. We'll see if we can... See how... If we can... Oh, wrestling. If we can manage to... Not have any of those. Or have a lot. We'll see. Rose Tyler. That is Doctor Yes. Yes. That is uh, Billy Piper. The great Billy Piper. Pop star extraordinaire in the 90s. Well, I don't have to go first. No. Uh, Billy Piper, I would say, is a Gryffindor. Or not Billy Piper. Rose Tyler. Right. I would say is a Gryffindor because she kept trying to break out of her box. Like, she needed a way to really do it, but she kept trying and she was always, like, restless when she wasn't on and doing something. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing she really needs at this point is to Hagrid to come in and say, you're a companion, Rose. <laughs> and then, the, the, you know, the rest would be history. Yeah, and she just... We haven't gotten Casey as deep into it yet. Uh, we're still in the midst of Eccleson. Or the Ninth Doctor. And so, as you move forward, she does have, like, that that kind of Gryffindor heart and yeah. stuff. Cool. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Dean Winchester. Did we do Dean? I think we did. And it was Gryffindor. It was Gryffindor. Super easy. Yeah. And, yeah. Not much to elaborate on that. No. Nope. I think we're running into getting in some doubles. I know, because the first time we only hit one double. Yeah. And oh, I knew I, there was there more. There a lot more. Ah, Tony Sturk. Tony Sturk? Ah, uh, Tony. Well, you're, yes. you're first. Ah. Uh, hmm. 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 I think it. I'm interested to see what you. It might also depend. On which iteration of Tony Stark that you're thinking about? Yeah, I'm assuming we're going MCU. It's the easiest yeah. one to go. Because I would say they're different. Yeah. So. But yeah, we can do MCU. It's most widely known. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Ravenclaw. Because of the intelligence, the arrogance, and, um, you know, he has persistently tried to get out. Mm -hmm. That was the whole purpose of Iron Man 3 uh, is to get out and uh, and yeah so I think that's you know, everything else I mean literally the Infinity War is him talking about oh I'm so excited to be out and then as soon as he finishes finishes talking he's, he's dragged back, back in. in yeah again well, well, character bleh, character archetype yes uh, what would you say I also thought Ravenclaw because for as much as he's, like, brave, soulful, will put his life on the line for his friends and all that kind of stuff, and he has, like, that party side, he always seems to be most happy in his, in his workshop with his robots and just, like, making stuff. Yeah. He's a, he's a tinkerer. <laughs> yes. 
And so I think that, like, at his heart, he's a Ravenclaw. But he's a Ravenclaw that could go hang with the Gryffindors and be cool. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, the only thing about it is I think he might be a Ravenclaw who wanted to be a Gryffindor at one point. And that's why he painted Iron Man golden red. Oh, we're getting into some, some, uh, some fandom crossing here. Yeah. Like, oh, why? No, just like with the colors and like oh, yeah. we're adding some layers. Oh, I mean. Shared universe within a shared universe. I love crossovers. They're <laughs> one of my favorite tropes. We should do a podcast about tropes and stuff. Tropes. Tropes. I mean, the amount of times I've spent like diving sucked into like tv tropes the website oh yeah dang <laughs> for your asmr pleasure ah to go with rose tyler the doctor take it away it depends on which doctor <laughs> so that's a cop out no it's I mean, not it's... they have very different things so eccleson i think is more um, hardened Hufflepuff. I think because he wants to go find friends again, and he's looking for like companionship. And hello, the roommates are moving around. Um, he's more looking for like companionship and like fun times because he's sad, and so I feel like he fits more into that Hufflepuff kind of thing. If Hufflepuff went through like something really traumatic. And had to come out the other side. Whereas, like, uh, if we're talking 10th Doctor, David Tennant, I think David Tennant volleys between a Ravenclaw and a Gryffindor. But I think he goes Ravenclaw because his biggest thing is that he's so clever. Mm. He's like, because every argument that he has just ends with like, and I'm clever. (laughs) So I feel like he's that. And then if you go Matt Smith, uh, 11th Doctor. Mm, he's a little harder. I think he kind of steps back and does the volley again. And I'm just... Matt Smith. Uh, I think Matt Smith might be slightly more Gryffindor. Because he's a little bit more like push around that way like because he's gone through so many iterations he's harder hmm. i guess you could stick with that one for now yeah I, uh, i'm gonna say tentative gryffindor i mean technically all the way back it is you know even though people have added their own flavors and gone in different directions it's still the same <laughs> character yes i mean overall Kind of like with James Bond, in a way, where like different people have played it, and he's gone different directions, but it's still the same character. Sort of. And not even entirely that, because it's, that's still different iterations. This one, I mean, technically still has the through line as being the same character. Sort of. So what would you say that would be? The only thing is, each Doctor is specifically made to have a different personality type. Like... The through line, it's the same person with the same memories, but they do specifically aim to make each iteration of a doctor a, like a completely unique person. That's why, like, the doctor, like, sometimes will refer to himself in past sense as this person, but, like, when I was this person. You know what I mean? And so, like, 
to me, it's not weird to sort them differently because that's yeah. the way that they're built. But at the if base, it would be it. a Ravenclaw. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. I know this is like a strange question, but... I no, mean. I mean, it's not. Because, like, you're right, he's the same person. But I think fully he's a Ravenclaw because, like, he is all about, like, figuring stuff out. He's just a very, like, headfirst Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Oh, no. What? The Vulture. Ah, oh, the Vulture. Sorry. I'm gonna have to say Slytherin. No, I say Squib. <laughs> That's fair. He's, yeah. The Vulture is the detective that gets in the way of everything in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's the biggest jerk. Yeah. Like, he's such a douchebag. Uh... Yeah, I'm fine with Squib, because I was like, I don't want to give him a sorting hat, because he's a guy who should never get a letter. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I say Squib, because worse than being a muggle is the fact that if you're a Squib, everyone in your family can do magic, but you can't. Yeah. And that's why he's a jerk. Yeah, and he's, there's nothing that he really excels at. He kind of... He just excels at being a douche. Right, but I mean, everything he pretty much has to get help on. Yeah. And he never asks for it. He just has to get it because things get so bad that people, people just have, have to step to, in yeah. no matter what. Uh, so, yeah, that's fair. I'll go with that. Yeah, I got asked the question when I was trying to figure out people to put in. And one of the people I was asked about was the first part where I'm like, nope, Squib is an option. Yeah. Stupid Squib. Garnet from Steven Universe. Mm hmm. Hmm. I think we did most of the other ones in the first We episode. did, yeah. So if you want to hear those. We didn't do Garnet, though. No, Garnet didn't okay. make it into that cut. Ah, uh, ba 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 ba. Hufflepuff. Interesting. She is made of love and is all about that. She promotes everyone else to go find themselves and love themselves. And she might be the leader, but she tends to be the emotional support leader rather than, like, she can fight really well. But, like, a lot of what she does for everyone else is keep them all together and keep them all yeah. zen. She is the solid rock. No pun intended. <laughs> I really didn't mean the pun intended for that. Uh, but, yeah, she's the what holds that little dysfunctional family together. Yeah. I mean, she and Steven, but, yeah, yeah. she's the... She's the steady one they can fall to most of the time. And next we have... Da, 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 da. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. We did Aaron Burr last episode. We did. I, we put I don't know if you want to say, because then they have to go watch the other episode, or listen to the other episode. Oh, 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 oh. keeping his secrets. <laughs> and also, I forgot. <laughs> I, I remember. Think, I think I remember, but we'll keep it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes so, you can do charades to let someone know the answer we are trying to And you to. can't see it because it's only audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Gryffindor. Would you like to fight me on that? 
I will. I will say Slytherin. Hmm. I would say... Uh... Because I know you're all the cunning and all the well, that not only that, his biggest drive in his entire life is his ham- ambition to be the best, and it's literally in all of the Slytherin stuff is ambition, like that is his drive. His drive is to be known. His drive is to be the best. His drive is to make sure that he gets his himself out there, and he will screw people over to do it. But I wouldn't say that he has Gryffindor tendencies and why I think that kind of wins over a little bit more is because he does have his, his plans and, like, you know, he definitely goes after them. But it it does tend to get a little bit reckless. He does go into battle, literally, first before thinking about that. You know, the uh, not only that, my Eliza's expecting, like, he goes right into the battle, or what do you want me to do, and jumps in without really thinking of the ramifications of it. And he does that in almost every situation without really considering the consequences. Where I feel like Slytherin would do a little bit more. Maybe, but he also keeps writing letters to his dearest Angelica for as much as he's doing something for his dearest Eliza. Right. He's, he's hedging his bets to get the best but options that he can. he does do all his... All his, he does write to all his dearest, it's true. But how much of that advice do you think he actually takes? What do you mean? Like, he... You know, he, he goes to Angelica for advice and everything, but when does he ever... He doesn't well, really take advice from it. He'll I'm listen, I'm not saying but, it, taking advice from her. I'm saying... You're saying he's doing it for Eliza. Yes, and he does love Eliza, but he loves opportunity. I'm saying he he acts before he remembers the people that he's doing things for if that makes sense maybe but i definitely get what you're saying he's acting in his interest i think what we might have on our situation because i i agree with everything we're saying yeah it seems like an even split because he has a lot he does a lot of gryffindor stuff and does a lot of slytherin stuff which makes him a compelling character and i think we might have a harry potter on our hands i could see that yeah I but think it's whether or not he would choose Gryffindor or he would choose right. Slytherin. So it has to be an open-ended one yeah. on this one. Because like, I to see yours to, too. It has to be... I think that's what it comes down to is his choice. Because he has enough qualities of both. So... See, for me... Why don't we ask him ourselves? Lynn, <laughs> you know, Miranda, Lin, please come in. Yes. You will be. Well, you will have to make the decision as your character. I will say this: Lemonwell Miranda has said that he thinks he's a bit more of a Gryffindor because he did an, inf- an interview with Emma Watson, mm-hmm. where they asked that, and Emma Watson thought he was. But I, I still think that to say that he's not at least equally a Slytherin is to look at him through oh. like rose-colored glasses. No, yeah, I, I, I have to give you that one. Yeah. Like it's, it's a. It's a right it, down the middle. Yeah, split. it's a thing it of like really he'll is. be on that seat and he's gonna figure out which house is gonna give him the best opportunity and go from there. But yeah. what that choice is, we do not. Know. Yeah, and it's not even a not slither, not slither, and it's he's like, hmm, which one should I go? Well, for? Well, these people are rich and know things, <laughs> right. but these people get the glory and valor. Don't worry, I'll have I have the perfect solution for all this. We will just get in a later episode. We'll get Lennon himself and get him to give us a definitive answer here you go this is a call out anyone who knows lemon miranda or <laughs> has a twitter because he seems to be very active on twitter tell him that he needs to come on here and definitively say what he what kind of hamilton he wrote on this podcast and or else it doesn't count yes and it has to be him in character otherwise 
It can't be Lynn's opinion. It has to be from Hamilton yep. himself. And that's the only answer that we can accept. Agreed. There you go. All right. Handshake that you cannot see, but Handshake it happened. Me. All right. We wait eagerly to hear from you, <laughs> Mr. Miranda. Captain Holt. Ah. All uh, right. From Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. You can't tell what stuff we watch nowadays. Uh, Captain Holt. Hmm. I think he would be a Gryffindor with Hufflepuff tendencies because he does make a point of challenging all the boundaries and doing that. But he is like a big squishy inside. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm at. I have an answer that is neither of those. I would say Ravenclaw. Because oh, he's. Can, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Because he's, he's always. Even, you know, they, they, they pull the squishy out of him. Yeah. Uh, but he's always logic based. That's true. And, you know, they always make the robot jokes because he goes to logic first and emotion second. Um. If you look at like any decision he makes, he goes logic first, and then it's the emotions that get the better of him. No, I can uh, see that, and I can see how he, it, when it comes to like the part that I say is very Gryffindor, it could be him challenging it because it's just dumb. Yeah, like, I think I think it's some other Gryffindors that we have possibly already discovered. If you'll check the first episode or the first part of this, uh, that really bring that out of him. Yeah, uh, and uh, it was. Can I ask your opinion on a different character who I know is not in the hat, though? Sure. His husband? Uh, him? I would... I would say maybe a little bit more Hufflepuff. Because they're both logic, but something... But he's also more judgy. Yeah. He could... I mean... I don't know. What do you, what do you I think? I think they could just be two Ravenclaws in love. Yeah. I think be. one and one is a big squishy inside, then the other one's a bit more prickly. Yeah. Uh... It's both of them, I, I guess the thing that would edge them both towards the Ravenclaw is the fact that while they do go to logic first, uh, they don't, how do I say this? They, well, they don't, they don't understand when someone has a different answer yep. other than the logic. Yes, that's true. It's not like a, uh, you know, oh, well, yours is different and I need to accept other thing. It's like. Why is this weird? Yes. Why is it weird that I don't see the things the way you do? Yeah. Because logic dictates dictates this. Yes. So why am I? Yeah. And then Cheddar is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Just a big, soft Hufflepuff. Yes. Emphasis on puff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. I you pulled, pulled that. Yes. You pulled this? I pulled this. Stephen Strange. The the T was written a little bit. It looked like uh, Stephen Sarange. <laughs> but it's cool. It's a, it's a nice T. I silly. have bad handwriting. No, you don't. You really don't. I just had to make a joke. You've the T was swirly. You've also never seen my K's. My K's, the two parts of that K live in two separate states. Great. <laughs> uh, Hmm. Stephen Strange, for those who don't recognize it so easily, is Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Ah, now I hear the the gears turning. I can hear that. Yep. That's right. This audio goes two ways, everyone. <laughs> I can hear your thoughts. 
Much like Stephen Strange. Uh, I'm... I'm gonna phone a friend on this one. I'm just gonna call you. <laughs> uh, I'm torn between... I was gonna say, I'm and Lin-Manuel to... comes in <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Lin. Uh, I would say between a Ravenclaw or a Slytherin. I agree. Those are the two that I was thinking of. I think pre-accident, I probably would have said Slytherin because that was his like full motivation. Yeah. But when he stops being fully self-serving, like just everything is there to further his career and be the best kind of thing. Yeah. I think that I would stay more towards Ravenclaw because he wants to keep learning Like when he's at the magic thing. Uh, uh, the Sanctorum. Yes, the Sanctorum. I couldn't yeah. think of the word. Uh, he's just... Is there a C in that? Is it Sanctorum or Sanctorum? It's Sanctorum, right? I have no C. idea. I'm well, sure I do know that Sanctorum is very much closer to Sanatorium. Yeah, which is different. <laughs> is it? A, yeah. I think it's the Sanctorum, but anyway... Uh, so I would probably say overall the through line is Ravenclaw. Yeah. Because, like, he makes a personality shift. Yeah. But I think that the baseline is Ravenclaw. Because if you watch it, he's just taking books, taking books, because he wants to learn all the things. Yeah. And he kind of, like, rushes through his training because he's, he wants to learn everything immediately. Yep. Uh, and he's like, what's the, you, what, why does it matter? Like, if I don't fully know, how am I going to know unless I go do this thing? And you're saying it's dangerous? What? No, but it's how you learn this. He's like a yeah. mad scientist kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's your turn. Yeah. Yes, it is. I think we have time for like maybe one more each. Okay. Because our episodes tend to run long. <laughs> <laughs> Even when there weren't that many in the hat. Maybe we'll have a bunch of doubles. Maybe. Connie from Steven Universe. Yes. So with her, I would think between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor, I think that she's more of a Hermione who, because she is drawn, once she's open to the world of adventure, she's like, no, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And like, she's ready to put herself like face first, sword first into battle to help defend everything. She's just definitely a Ravenclaw-leaning Gryffindor. Mm. My first my first instinct was Hufflepuff-lean, uh, but mm -hmm. definitely a Gryffindor overall. I yeah. think the Hermione thing is very good. She just talks about reading and books a lot, and that's yeah. where she gets a lot of her ideas. And she wears glasses. For Shamavia. <laughs> Okay. I helped. <laughs> <laughs> Our last one. It's a double. Rick and Morty. We have ourselves a double. Oh. So Did you write Rick... down both? Yes. Because <laughs> I was like, if I do one, I'm going to need to do the other. Okay, uh, you're first. So... As I stare at your cowboy Rick and Morty sitting over there. Oh, not the portal gun above it? I mean, yes, but I was drawn to the faces first. <laughs> uh, I would say... For Rick, uh, jeez, yeah. he's either like I was gonna say, are you doing your Morty impression right there? Oh, 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 jeez, uh, you know, thing with Rick is, you know, he's he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> uh, I think he might be the most Ow. evil Ravenclaw to ever live, or uh, the smartest Slytherin to ever live. I think I'll go with you on Evil Ravenclaw. Because yeah. his biggest thing is that he's so smart. 
And yeah. it's not that he's out to necessarily be evil. He just doesn't care. Yeah, and it's not about being the best. No, it's he like just, he like, is the best. He's like, I am the best, and therefore I don't care. Yes. And I can do whatever I want. Yep, it's because, like, how are you going to stop me? You can't. There's not really uh, any ambition. Mm-mm. It's just, he's pretty, actually, pretty go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, for Morty, More. uh, I would say it's it's kind of tough. I mean, he he does actively go on the adventure. I think when he first starts off, he's a little more hoofly poofy. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, when when duty calls and when action calls, he'll go in. I I would say Gryffindor, with some Hufflepuff tints. He's definitely a mix of the two. Yeah, uh, it's even with his yellow shirt. Even with his yellow shirt. Uh, I think I can agree with you. I think he's the one that when he got sorted, people were like, like the Neville. Why is this person in Gryffindor? That's a good point. That's a good. That's a good uh, uh, comparison. Yeah. So it's just like, why is this guy in Gryffindor? And then later on, you are like, oh, oh yes. that's why. Yeah. And then the whole, like, I get to be in charge every 10th mission was what they agree on by the end of it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, there's only a few more. Do you want to just see what they are and see if we've got any quick ones? Or? Sure. These are All ones right. where rapid there's fire. There's only, yeah. Speed round. Ready? All right. Edward Elric. Uh, uh, mm, I would, like, mix of Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Yeah. Uh, I would say ultimately maybe Ravenclaw, because of the knowledge he yeah action kind of finds him. Yeah, I was gonna say like he's he's out to find answers, not to find adventure. Yeah, so he's yeah. He'll he'll go along with the adventure, but oh, he yeah. doesn't go seeking it. Nope. Alexander Hamilton, stop trying the... to send it, universe. We already <laughs> told you you can't decide this. You can't decide no, this without Lin-Manuel This is just a, another way to say that Lin-Manuel Miranda needs to come on here and give us a definitive an- answer as Alexander Hamilton. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Mm. Slytherin. Mm. I was I was leaning more towards Ravenclaw. But I think he the fact that he's going around being a vigilante is is, is a little bit more. I, and some of it, well, some would argue, I feel like some could even argue Gryffindor just because he's just like, he does go out for it. But it's out of necessity. You could argue it's out of necessity, yeah. not out of desire. But then some people would say, oh, he definitely does desire it. So I'm just going to say he is everything. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think he's a bit of everything that Except melts. Except Hufflepuff. Because <laughs> yeah, he has no feelings. <laughs> so there you go. He's, he's a triple whammy basket case. Speed round. Uh, He's the one who quit school to go do stuff. What? What is? It? Is this Rose again? Yes, Rose. Rosa. Oh, Rosa. Oh, okay, yeah. From uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think that rounds up most of them. Yes. Uh, uh, I would say a slightly scary Gryffindor. Yeah, because she's not really out trying to be the best. She no. just kind of like wants to do her thing, but she. But she's, she's very she's fierce a, when and she. And she's a thrill seeker. Yeah, and she's like in your face when she needs to be. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Sweet. And she also has the hair that's like a mane. It's cool. Aaron Burr. Ha, you people that try to find out from the first episode, denied. Yep, you have to go listen to that one. Denied. It's not the first episode, it's the first episode of 
sortings. Uh, Alphonse Elric. Alphonse, he's a hoofy-poof. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. <laughs> he's just he's, a big... He's, like, loyal to the extreme. Uh, yeah. Because like, he doesn't... The, he's not max. like, I have no body. I blame you for this. It's like, no, brother, we're gonna go find the things. <laughs> His body may be metal, but he is the hoofliest poof to ever poof. He's a marshmallow inside, even <laughs> if he's empty. <laughs> right. Is that it? Yep. Wow. And the airplane going over that has no significance is our sign that we are done. done. Because yeah. airplanes go fast and we did through the speed run. Ha! Segway. I made it. We did it. We did. <laughs> and now the hat is on my head. Where it belongs. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. This is, I think, episode five or six now. Yeah. Depending. Depending At least recording-wise. In the timeline. <laughs> yeah. We're trying not to give you too many of the same kind of episodes in order. But hopefully you like this. If you do, leave a review telling us who else we should do this with. Or you can even... Ooh, yes. Ooh, pick me. Yes. I like the speed round. I think we should do more of that. Yeah, but then the podcast is going to be so short. Not with us. No. <laughs> Our speed rounds have... are... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think we need speed rounds. <laughs> so... Just in case, and if you want to give us other ideas, I just realized you could even tweet them at us. Whoa! Wow! Things that are not on a podcast. Using uh, Twitter correctly. Right? <laughs> uh, you could tweet Casey at... Uh, Case Crusader. And I did get to change it. Uh, so yes, Case Crusader. That's all my all my things under that. And then all of my things are under A. Marie by the Sea. And my name is Amy. And you can talk to us anytime and give us your ideas for what you'd like to hear and we hopefully will hear from you and we'll give you a shout out for it of yeah course. we'll be like hey this is idea came from at whoever if there's an at whoever out there i'd want to hear from you <laughs> all right all right thank you very much for listening please rate this and tell your friends and share it with them because you know it's and more fun sleeping cats and if you have any sleeping cats, cats tell them as well oh, it's more awake. fun to nerd out together. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.